Well, if we ever needed proof this government was one giant overlord of bureaucratic blowouts, it's the estimated $1 billion blowout on establishment costs for three waters. It's been reported now that the cost of creating 10 new water services entities over the transition period that now stretches to July 2026 is expected to reach 2 to $3 billion. The estimate before they revised the plans was $1 to $2 billion. But wait, there's more. Uh, the Crown is expected to foot additional costs in the first instance, costing taxpayers, but costs might ultimately be charged back to the new water service entities, costing ratepayers. Now, ratepayers, that's you and me, us mugs, who are already facing rising rates, but there could be even more. Official documents also showed further costs to the Crown would likely be required to operate the drinking water regulator Taumata Arawai, it says uh, in this report. An extra $200 million in Crown costs is expected due to the later establishment date and the fixed costs of establishing 10 water service entities is anticipated to be higher, of course, than for four. Here's the thing. I'm glad Three Waters is back in the news making headlines again because it got forgotten for a while there as the news cycle moved on to other things and we all stopped being exercised about it. You know, we were instead busy being exercised about ram raids and youth crime and truancy rates and violent offending and, I don't know, government minister sideshows. But now that Three Waters has reared its head back into the news, it makes for very sobering reading. It is a story of cost blowouts, budget overruns and bureaucratic heavyweights raking in large sums of cash. It's a story of more costs being sheeted our way. The Nats local government spokesman said it's an extravagant example of this government spending money to set up a mega bureaucracy instead of using money to fund needed water infrastructure. He said we'd been promised a plan, that's us, you and me, Kiwis, uh, we'd been promised a plan that would cost less, but which is not panning out that way. But why are we not surprised? I mean, I think we are potentially so punch drunk by this government's ineptitude now that we just maybe shrug our shoulders when we hear figures like millions and billions being doled out. You know, par for the course, sadly. But you have to ask the question, why is this government so adamant on this? Why are they progressing on something so expensive, so controversial, so divisive and so flawed? Something that's not likely to start until they're potentially not even in government anymore. Something that potentially only fills consultants' wallets, but alienates voters. I mean, it speaks volumes, I reckon, about how much this government has lost its ability to read the room. It has all the hallmarks of a government in a death spiral, frantically trying to throw everything at it before the doors close on them. It smacks of the arrogance we've come to expect from them and their disregard for the voter. The crying shame here is that few would argue our water infrastructure doesn't need upgrading, but the way this entire process has been painfully dragged out has left a bad taste. The cost of it now is making that taste even worse. Hawksby. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.